Yes, Dana. A toothless blowjob is a joke. You did not record that. And it's called Granny Gum Jobs. Oh no! Oh, we're gonna have to talk about Granny Gum Jobs. What is what is? What's an old person? I don't want to make jokes about old people too much, but like. Why are you afraid that they're our listener? That's yeah. That's a good point. Guess what? They're not. (sighs) But it's so funny because. Like, isn't there a male equivalent of, a, like, a granny gum job? No, old guys are afraid to go down on ladies. That's true. Haven't you seen that episode of The Sopranos where uh, uh, the uncle was super afraid that his uh, girlfriend was going to out him for going down on her? Oh, because it's so embarrassing and beneath him in so many ways, and, and he'll be judged for it. And she did out him, and I believe he beat her for it. For shame. But uh, every like all the all the wives were talking about it, and uh, 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 I can't think of Tony Soprano's wife's name. Uh, Mrs. Oh. Soprano uh, was like talking with Tony about it in bed, and uh, he's like, "Can't believe she, I can't believe uh, he does that." And uh, she's like, "You do that. You do yeah. that. That's funny." It's like, and you don't tell anybody. Ugh. That's funny. I guess it's a, a thing you can't really admit to doing without losing your man card. Apparently. Or your it's tough like man card. It's like a machismo kind of thing. Oh. Can't be seen as going down on a lady. Too bad. There are some fantastic men that like to go downtown on the pussy train, on the clit train. I don't know. Hey! When you feel lonely, love is <laughs> Downtown. So, Dana, what is our game for this week? Well, Welcome to KinkCast, by the way, people who are listening. If you haven't listened to the show before, this is KinkCast, a po- sex-positive show where we like to joke around and have fun while talking about... Different kinks and different sex lifestyles. And different fetishes. And you know what? We like to take a very sex-positive kind of tone whenever we're discussing these kinks and fetishes. Because, frankly, sexuality is always evolving. People like to try and experiment and, you know, use new things, incorporate new things. Keep it it fancy and spicy. In the case of this week, incorporate old things incorporate the good oldies the classics the golden when when you get married you need something new something old and something blue or something like that yeah that's that yep that's when you get married something borrowed something blue something old something new yeah and a sixpence penny in your shoe so like an old person yeah just invite them into the bedroom marriage bedroom there you go Ooh, kinky shit because guess what it's episode 85 and we're talking about gerontophilia which means gerontophilia being attracted to oldies yep and i don't just mean their awesome music thanks for joining us. golden oldies is terrible music by the way yeah yeah that's true um my name is granny gumjob and i'm here with you can't steal that. <laughs> I'm totally stealing that. That's my you nickname for this episode. You're Dana. I'm Dana. <laughs> and you are? 
I'm old man kinkster. <laughs> old man kinky cane. <laughs> Papa horny for, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get my dick up. Gotta use my cane. Oh, even better if it's one of those hurry canes. Have you seen those? Okay, we gotta start over again. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we totally don't. What a, a hurricane? Haven't you heard of the hurricane? I know what a hurricane is. It's got like it's like a it's like a triangular base of the cane, and it has a like a pivot on it, so you can like set it in front of you, and then really like rack that sucker back to really drive drive at maximum walking caning speed. Yes, we're talking about caning, but not the kinky kind. This is the supporting you as you're walking kind. I like the Cane's chicken. Cane's raising Cane's? Yeah. <gasps> now you're Let's making me chicken. hungry. Well, today. <laughs> Stay on topic. No hurry, Cane's. No hurry, Cane's. That's what it's called. No. The, the best part was the infomercial for the hurry cane. There's no good part of it. <laughs> There's nothing good about it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, well, gerontophilia is listed. Well, do we, are we going to play a game? Sure. What kind of game can we play? Uh, Baccarat or some like old, old game? Uh, who? What oldie do you want to foldy into your beddy? Ooh, who, do, who? What old person do I want to tuck into my bed at night? Yeah. Um. Which oldie makes you goldie? Uh, it doesn't count if they're so dead. It's just right. No, nope, that would be dead. necrophilia, which that's, I'm, that's a which different was supposed thing. to be something that I'm banned from saying. But. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about that one. By the way, that reminds me, I need to offer a trigger warning on this episode. We are going to mention some other kinds of sexualities that are dangerous, and we do not recommend nor condone, and we don't want you to do them. Um, I have to mention it because sometimes it's talked about in the same breath as some of these other uh, fetishes, but... This episode needs to have a trigger warning for that purpose. So, um, if there are some things that might upset you, um, talking about, you know, some outlier kind of fetishes um, that are illegal and should remain so. I mean, being um, vague and a trigger warning doesn't really help. Cause no. Then anyone can be like, well, who knows what it's being triggered for. So, I should say... We're, gonna, this... we're going to mention pedophilia yeah. later in the episode. Yes. Okay. There we go. That's There's a, not any mention of sexual assault or anything like that. No, no, nothing like that. So, um, okay, so it has to be a living person who is old. I gotta say Anthony Hopkins. Can he get it up? I don't care. Isn't he like a hundred something? I would be do I'd be glad to do all the work. He's been an old man most of his life. Mm-hmm. As long as he calls me Clarice in the bedroom, I'm fine. That's a serial killer, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Dolores? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that would be fine too. From Westworld, if he cooks for me, I'd prop him up in bed and let him cook for me on a hot plate. I don't think he has people cook for him. <laughs> I know, but that's not the same. <laughs> um, uh, Dame Judy Dench. Good choice. Yeah. Or and Maggie Smith. Yeah. Any dame. I'll take a dame. All of those dames were looking yeah. damn fine in their earlier earlier days. And I'm not talking about dames like people used to call birds back in the day. And I'm not talking birds. about birds like birds that fly. You mean birds like broads? Yeah. Is broad a derogatory term? I don't know. Is bird? I don't think so. Chick? Chick, Chick. is. 
chick is not a derogatory right. term. It's like that chick, that guy. I feel like guy and chick are on the same what a blonde. semantic reason. Uh, that can be derogatory depending on how it's used. Okay. Like, oh, she's just a blonde. So I am talking about dames. Dames. As in Judy Dench and Maggie Smith and mm-hmm. one of the other ones whose names I'm blanking on right now. I gotta be honest with you. Um, Kinky Kane McGee over there. I really thought you were going to choose um, Betty White. Gross. She's fantastic. <laughs> I don't like Betty White. Also, she was super cute when she was younger, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like Betty White. But she's so funny. She's like right up your alley. Yeah, she's, uh, if she's... I were an old person gerontophiliac uh, matchmaker, I would have put you well, with she's, Betty White. She's, she's overplayed. Ah, okay. All right, all right. It's because she did that prankster show. Because it's like, oh, she's like the funny old lady, so she's got to be in everything now. She's still hip, man. She's still hip with new hips. Hey! I don't think she has new hips. I don't know. I feel like everybody has to have their hips redone at that point. It's from all that banging that they're doing with young people. You can't Um, get much sugar from them because all of them have diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. (laughs) So we're talking about... Specifically, is it young people who want to fuck oldies? Yes. Um, it's it's just... not about old people fucking, because we talked about that before. Yeah, that's fair game. Um, and that is an episode that we've done before. But today we're talking about the sexual of attraction of younger people to the elderly. Um, Scientific American, you know, wrote an article about this. There's actually a lot of writings on this. Um, although it's not something that's really necessarily prevalent, Um, but it's been explained as an erotic age orientation in which one is most strongly aroused by the elderly. So it's like not necessarily that they're only turned on by elderly people, but they're most strongly turned on by older, elder people. Um, and in a lot of the stuff that I looked at, it was posited as being the opposite end of the spectrum If there were a spectrum of age, it's on the opposite end of the spectrum from pedophilia. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to mention it. That's why I offered the trigger warning. Um, That's why you offered the trigger warning um, is because if you think about it as a spectrum in which some of these articles do, they say it's the opposite of pedophilia. But I feel like there's a whole different connotation um, that goes with with. Uh, gerontophilia than like pedophilia because well, yeah. pedophilia is like always 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 bad but I feel like with older people like if they're into it they're old enough to consent they know what sex is they've probably done it once or twice for the most part elderly mm-hmm. people are able to consent they know what's going on right I mean, you get into com- cases of like elderly abuse and that kind of thing but that's exactly that's yeah, that's not what we're talking about. Right. That's a whole other kind of aspect of, of this topic, but it's also a little yeah. bit different because it gets into that no-go zone whenever you are violating someone's consent if they're unable to consent um, because of, you know, dementia or, you yeah. know. Um, and if you're looking at on a spectrum like they are, a child can never consent. Right. Yes, exactly. Um I guess that has to do with like, I don't know, just declining, um, declining with age, like mental faculties. Supposedly it starts going down after like 55. Really? 
Yeah. Wow. Mental fac- faculties. I think I read that somewhere. Maybe I'm I wrong. believe it. I think Maybe I'm it getting starts a, at 18. I feel like I'm getting an early start at 30. <laughs> I did read that like the youngest person to ever be uh, diagnosed with early onset dementia was uh, like six years oh old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that doesn't leave much, much hope for any of us youngins. That's why um, I drink. That's why you drink to, to <laughs> at least I'm choosing it electively. Yeah. <laughs> you can't trap me. I've already trapped myself. There we go. There we go. Um, anyways, um, that mentioned, uh, I, I mentioned the scientific American, uh, they noted that the most bizarre theory concerning its etiological or clinical origins was put forth without any supporting data and that was by the British psychiatrist T.C. Gibbons in 1982. So fairly recently, like within the past, you know, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. So pretty reasonably soon, recently. Um, I'm so old. Um, this invent- <laughs> Why were you going to say within the past 30 years and then you realized what year it was? Yes. Because I was waiting for you to yes. step on that trap. I was sitting here ready to pounce just being like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. past how many years? Yeah. Seven- I didn't step on that trap, but I still had to pause <laughs> to appreciate the fact that I am old. Um, but not this old. Hey. Um, this inventive author argued that gerontophiles are likely to have underlying pedophilic tendencies as well as with both paraphilias stemming from a phobia of pubic hair. So, Mr. T.C. Gibbons from 1982, I think that you're off on the wrong foot when it comes to gerontophilia. Wait. So I feel like that's that's like the very first mention of research done into this particular fetish. So this person was arguing that people who are gerontophiles or gerontophiliacs or right. are also susceptible to being pedophiles? That's literally what it said in the Scientific American. And it's because they have an aversion to pubic hair. Right. So I obviously think that this person <sighs> had a giant misunderstanding of this particular fetish. Because I feel like that's a reductionist approach to understanding this fetish. Just being like, oh, well, old people also don't have hair down there. Although a lot of do them they not? do. A lot of were, them do. I thought they were super fucking hairy down there. Yeah, a lot of them do. So I think that's I think that it's wrong. Obviously, I think it's wrong because it makes makes no sense. um, Old people don't look like young people. Exactly. Old people look like sacks of mashed potatoes that are falling apart. Well, and that shows a big discrepancy between the the whole idea of it being a spectrum and pedophilia being on one side and gerontophilia being on the other side. And then also saying, but they're also the same because no pubic hair. I think that's a big misunderstanding. And I feel like it's big misrepresentation of what this fetish is. So that's, I just have to establish that, that that was in 1982. So not that long ago, it's been redefined recently, um, by the father of abnormal sexuality studies, which was Richard von Kraft Ebbing, who first sketched out this condition of being aroused primarily by the elderly, offering a few impromptu case reports and a rather bland definition of gerontophilia as the love of persons of advanced age. So this is what he does on the side while also making cheese? (laughs) I guess. Because he's craft. Oh, man. Maybe so. Yeah. Craft with two Fs. Craft. No. (laughs) 
Never mind. He's I not get fun it. anymore. It is funny. It He's is not funny. a cheese man. He's a cheese head. Um, and then also, let's not forget our favorite sexologist, John Money. We've had a lot of research that we've he looked at stuff. from his. Yeah. He likes to name things. Um, in 1981, he clarified this by defining gerontophilia as the condition in which a young adult is dependent on the actuality or fantasy of erto, E-R-O-T-O, erotosexual activity with a much older partner in order to initiate and maintain arousal and facilitate or achieve orgasm. So, I don't know. There's lots of different definitions. It's a bunch of big words to say he wants a fucking old man. Basically. But... I'm sure he had to make it sound academic, right? So it's important to think about all these different definitions kind of flowing around in the early 80s. What is this? Who's into this? Do they have some of the same fetishes as some other fetishes? Like, why is this something that people are attracted to? I mean, it seems like the general population, the general consensus of people would have an aversion to someone that is older. I mean, especially if you look in our popular culture, if you look in the media, you will see older people who um, are basically like... They're relegated to the wayside. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, you're past your prime, therefore we push you aside. Especially older women. Yes, especially older women. Especially older women. But I think they're starting to come into their own in a different way now, too. Um, well, there's always been like the thing in like move or at least in movies where it's like actresses are either young or old. Right. And if you're between like 30 and 50, yeah. there's no place for you in Hollywood. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a stereotype. Yeah. It's, it's mostly true. It's, the- it's different now because, you know, you have you. It's still not different now. Yeah. But. You do have, like, superstars that get famous when they're young and then continue acting throughout their lives. But, you know, there are, there's something to be said for that, where it's like someone gets real famous when they're young and then they just stop showing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the main point I want to bring all of this back to is um, that gerontophiles are largely dependent on having or imagining sex with an elderly partner in order to achieve orgasm. Uh, not simply that they are willing to do so. So sometimes it's not that they're having sex with older people. It's that they're fantasizing about having sex with an older person um, in order to kind of get to that climax point. It's not about love alone, nor is it about a love of money, a la that storybook affair between a 26-year-old Anna Nicole Smith and her 89-year-old tycoon of a husband, uh, J. Howard Marshall, although that is a really good example of gerontophilia. But I do feel that was mainly about money, not about arousal. Um, rather, it's the elderly body type that is most appealing. So sometimes on this show we talk about the difference between um, like a head kink or like a body kink. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is definitely a body kink. Um, it's about the way that the body is shaped. It's about the um, I thought, the softness a, of a the skin. A head kink and a body kink is it's about feeling versus thinking. Sure. So it's like... How would you describe it? Uh, so I, I, I would say this is a, a head kink because okay. they're, they're imagining themselves having sex with an older person. Like, oh, a body kink is, like, the feelings that it gives you. Like, uh, e-stim is a body kink because it's giving you a stimulation, like, right, right. then. You can't imagine being e-stimmed yeah. uh, and jerk yourself off or jill yourself off uh, or whatever. You can't, you can't complete by mm-hmm. thinking about e-stimulus. 
That's a good point. Okay, so maybe this is more of a flexible kink than I was giving giving it credit for because it really could be a head kink and a body kink. Because um, I think a lot of it has to do with the tactile feel of being with an older person, um, the way that you know I mean, skin kind of breaks down over time and becomes softer and papery, becomes, and yeah, becomes. Um, it just it takes on a different texture and a different feel, um, and sometimes those sensations. Um, are a little bit different whenever, you know, you're with someone who is a little bit older. Um, and I would imagine that you would have to take things a little more slowly and it's more sensual because, yeah. uh, if you don't, you're going to break their hips or yeah, the, break their jaw or uh, whatever, whatever position. And they're fragile. Yeah. And maybe there's some kind of allure in something so fragile and delicate. I don't know. Um, it's like... It's like a Fabergé egg. <laughs> yeah. But the most appealing um, is is the fact that somebody is, is with somebody who's a true gerontophile. Uh, the standard physical signs of advanced age, such as fragility, wrinkles, stooped posture, white hair, slow gait, and all the rest. Um, but not all old people have stooped posture. Sure. But these are the things that are usually what are turn-ons. Let's call them turn-ons. For gerontophiles. Being unable to hear, unable to see. That's all I want is somebody, I don't know, in bed with me going, Huh? What? What are you doing that for? You like it there? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Right there? Huh? <laughs> Anal? <laughs> huh? I can bake you some cookies after. <laughs> I was going to try Maybe really. that's it. Yeah, maybe it's just like a caretaker kind of thing, too. <laughs> Afterwards, are you going to sing me a song? I don't know. Will you, will you tuck me in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it would be... Uh, my a... grandson's your age. <laughs> God. Oh, man. It's one thing to be, like, turned on by another person's mom. But this is, like being turned on by your best friend's grandma you know like stacy's mom i keep thinking of that stupid song by fountains of wayne stacy's grandma's got it stacy's grandma's got it going on i don't know (laughs) (laughs) they're singing about me (laughs) granny's got a brand new bag (laughs) and it's big it holds lots of snacks (laughs) it holds lots of snacks That snack perk, though, like I can I know. see, I can, I would be about it. Fresh baked cookies right after banging. <laughs> you don't even have to ask for a sandwich; it just comes pre-prepared, and you know it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Or but... it's going to be real gross because she grew up during the Great Depression, and she just made you a mayonnaise sandwich, and that's it. You know what the good sex sounds like? That pre-chewed, like not pre-chewed, but like that e- easy chew mac and cheese that they serve at some yeah, of those you places. This up before. Stir it, anyway. So, funnily enough, though. The other day, someone did come into my work, who was an elderly lady, who was fine. <laughs> like, she was working it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's got to be like 70-something. But like, she's got that like yoga bod. And I was like, damn, damn, damn girl, what yeah. you got working? <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, okay, okay. So that brings me to this question. Am I allowed to ask you a question? No. No? No. I want to ask you this question, though. You already asked me a question. 
I want to ask you another question. Okay, is this it? How is the old? How old is the oldest person? Like, what was the largest age difference between you and somebody you've been with? Um, mine was like twenty-seven years. That's a lot. I feel like women are are different, though. I feel like women have have had that age gap. Ah, uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Twenty-seven. I think. I was like 21 and he was like 50. I would say 10. Okay. But no, nine. Nine. But I wasn't the younger person. (laughs) Oh. Oh, it was the other way around. You were, he was. I was robbing the cradle. She was robbing robbing the grave. grave. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well. Um, there's just not a lot. But yeah, uh, she was like, that was eight years. Eight years? That's not too bad. Yeah, because it's 20 to 28. Dang. Nice job, Chris. No. No, not so good. All right. You can't go out with a person. Like, what's the point? That's a good point. That's a good point. We, we like, we like the deep relationships here on this show. Um. We mean deep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like some scary intro mm. to like a horror podcast mm. i want G- deep in the chocolate chip cookies that's what i want okay i will say that means that. anal <laughs> no. <laughs> no it so does not okay deep in the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> all right get out um there is not a lot of research, obviously, on this. Um, there's a lot of shame and a lot of stigma, as we've talked about on the show a million times before. But there's a lot of shame and stigma associated with people being attracted to older, 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 older people. Well, I do, um, uh, I, I think it is because a lot of the uh, media prevalence of this is, uh, quote, gold diggers. Yes. Uh, and, and she ain't messing yeah. with no broke. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's true because that's that's a good point. A lot of people are like, "Oh, well, you marry up, wait till they die, and you get all their gold." Yeah, Hugh Hefner. Uh, I I've read uh, testimonials on like Reddit of uh, uh, like women that regularly marry older people, mm-hmm. and like regularly as in like regularly because they die, mm-hmm. like multiple widowed. Oh gosh. Because they marry so old that they die off, and it's like, I'm still looking fit, so... Yeah. Get on the next one. That's a shame, and I hate it when people use people like that. Um, I was going to say there's a lot of stigma associated with this, too, because sometimes that brings up the issue of mommy or daddy issues. Like, oh, you're only interested or only having sex with this person or only doing, you know, whatever... Um, with this older person because you obviously have mommy issues or you obviously have daddy issues. Or you want some Werther's Originals. <laughs> you can't just get those at the store. That's true. That's I don't know true. where old people find them. That's <laughs> true. Well, you write your butterscotch candy. <laughs> Love that shit. That's good. Butterscotch candy. Um, but no, like, I think there's, I think there's a lot of stigma and shame attached to being openly um, dating someone who's much older than you. Um, and sometimes, you know, a long time we used to do this, um, bring up popular cultural references. And there's Hugh always... Hefner. Yeah, yeah. So there was one more that I was thinking of. Um, 
it's an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Um, but it has, you know, this younger gentleman who's like in his 20s, who's dating a woman who's in her 60s. Noise. And yeah. Harold and Maude. Yeah, kind of. Anyways, and so she comes into the hospital and he's with her and they, I mean, he's a, he's a firefighter. Those are called like sunrise sunset relationships or something? I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Called. There's I, some, know, some kind I know sunset is in it, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Or a, a spring and winter. Um, but yeah. I thought that so, was about complexion. Oh gosh, I have no Wait, idea. Wait, is that not the new episode of Game of Thrones? <laughs> we can't talk about that. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but it basically, like, they come in together to the emergency room because she's having heart trouble and can't breathe. And her son is one of the surgeons and is like, oh, you can go now because the guy's like a firefighter EMT or something like that. Wait, the, I've heard the 20-year-old. The, I've heard this riddle before. It's not The doctor was the mother and therefore could not perform on the son. <laughs> no, 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 no. But basically, the surgeon is like, you can go. And he's like, no, I'm actually going to stay if you don't mind. And he's like, I don't understand why you would stay. And it's the mom that has to look at her son and be like, that's my boyfriend. We were in the shower together when I started having heart aren't trouble. There, aren't there things so, about, like, doctors recuse themselves or something from operating on their own? Which he did, eventually. Yeah, you can't you can't work on your own family. I mean, I think, you, I think you can. I just think it's usually... Like they recuse the, they recuse themselves because it's like no I might get too personally invested. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a it's not like the law where it's yeah. like I don't think so. Um but yeah, it was it was interesting because this surgeon was like worried about his mom and little does he know like the guy that brought her in and caught her in time so that she didn't like die. Was the one giving her such a good orgasm that she started having heart trouble. Yeah, they were in the shower together at the time. So anyway, Oh, for real? A, yeah. Man, I should write for Grey's Anatomy. You should. You should. Yeah. Um, but it was it was an interesting How episode. How will the characters bone this week? And it's hard to look at something like that and not go, oh, like, oh, like, why would you, why would this gorgeous younger gentleman be with this older woman whenever he could do so much better? And it's like, oh, like, I have to check myself sometimes because I automatically, my brain just wants to kink shame that and be like, no. But then you see their relationship and their um, familiarity and comfort with one another. And you're like, all right, this is okay. Yeah, it's I'm like Harold and Maude, like I said. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes that stuff happens and you just kind of have to like check yourself and be like, why is my first response to this aversion? So um, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And if you get that yourself. reference, you might be elderly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and <laughs> I am. That's an old song by now. <laughs> Do you want to take a break for a second? Cool. We'll be right back after this break. Bye. So, Dana, you like to listen to podcasts, right? I do, all the time. What if I told you that I have a new podcast app that will pay you to listen to podcasts? Oh, really? Is it free? Yes, it is free. Uh, All you have to do is sign up. Uh, and uh, you can, uh, just by listening to podcasts, you can earn, like, Amazon gift cards. There's a bunch of Google Play and, uh, like, Dunkin' Donuts and that kind of thing. All you have to do is listen to the podcast that you already listened to, because they're all there, and you can, you just get paid for it. Oh, that's neat. So it's like you earn points, and you can use those to yep. transfer into, like, credits for Google Play and Amazon. That's super mm-hmm. cool. My favorite part about it is not that. Uh-huh. 
because I'm super selfless. <laughs> you can also use the points to give to charities. Oh, that's super cool. So, and what's the name of the podcast? Uh, app. The app is called PodCoin. Uh, you can download it on iOS or Google Play or the Google Play Store. Uh, it's out there. It's uh, super easy to get. Uh, you just sign up, enter in an offer code, KINKCAST, that is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, all one word, and you will get 300 points when you sign up. No way! That's super cool. So I'm you're already definitely well try that on out. your way. But they do have charities like uh, you know fighting global warming uh, and uh, AIDS treatment and that kind of thing. Wow, so, uh, something we should all be concerned about. Yeah, that's what I put all my points to when I first spend them. But if you want to support our show, support others. You know, if you want to donate or support yourself, mm-hmm. uh, download PodCoin, new podcast app. It's fantastic, and use the co- promo code Kinkcast. That is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, for 300 points. Sounds like a cool app, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's super cool. Get out there and download the app today. Also, it's really cool because if you do sign up and forget to use the code, you can then use the code after you've already signed up. (gasps) Neato. That's good. Cool. Back to the show. Ooh. That brings me to some other research I found. Ooh, what? <laughs> it's like my happy <laughs> You said ooh before we even started recording. I was ooh. wondering what you... Oh, I don't know. I just, it's just a happy noise I find when I find really cool um, research. Um, def- despite the fact that there's really whole, not a whole lot of research on gerontophilia, um, there are documented cases of like scientists noticing um, people that are into older people um, from all the way back in 1929. Um, A psychiatrist named A. Kaczynski published a brief case study um, and he wrote um, at the age of 24 he married and he had six children. He served in the army during the war. Following complete sexual abstinence for over a year he encountered while bathing an elderly woman with whom he had sexual relations. He lost all love for his wife, showing instead outspoken erotic impulses towards elderly women, which were so compulsive that they rendered work impossible. So, I don't know what the accuracy of that is or the validity of that particular one from 1929 is, but... So, this is a case study that a doctor did? Not about the doctor. No, it's not about the doctor itself. It was one of his case studies from 1929, so I don't know if that was like, I don't know how accurate it was. Some people like to embellish, as we know, like a lot of psychologists kind of back in a certain time like to embellish their case studies mm-hmm. a little bit. It was one thing to well, be psychology a, a back then was yeah. also like developing the wild, wild west. Absolutely. Absolutely. Giant metal spiders. But I thought that was interesting that. It was, like, so overwhelming he couldn't even, like, be with anybody else. He was only all about the old ladies. Which, I get those toothless blowjob desires. Like, I I can understand why that would be, like, a thing that, you know, an older man might be interested in. I mean, a younger younger man. man. A younger man would be interested in. Um, And given what we've learned about male sexuality in the years since Kaczynski's analysis, it stands to reason that this man did not newly acquire a case of gerontophilia. That was was my question, too. Are we sure he wasn't, like... Into it before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He probably didn't acquire it. Uh, But he was probably probably always a, a gerontophiliac. 
the actual encounter with his first elderly partner likely just encouraged him to come out of the closet as a gerontophile, eventually leaving his young wife due to her youth. So sometimes, I mean, especially back then, you got married to somebody because that was what you were expected to do. Maybe not because you loved that person so much. Did they ever hook up, like, much later in life when she was old? Oh, heck if I know. It didn't doesn't really say. They got back together when he was like... <laughs> they reunited. Now you're an old woman. <laughs> Come back. I can love you. <laughs> Your tits must be down here before I'm interested Maybe in Maybe he was you. just like, wanted to nut without worrying about getting pregnant. That's another perk of this. But we'll get into perks. We'll get into perks. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it's obviously one of the perks, right? Like, Yeah, yeah maybe it's just really into, like... Spoiled cream pies. Oh, slept out. Get out. Slept out too long. I can't handle that. Oh, it's a little yellow. Oh, gross! <laughs> I can't handle that. I can't. You were I fine can't. with butt noodles last week. Butt noodles were hilarious. <laughs> okay. Mainly because they were funny, not because, oh, I don't like their, like, that, I don't know. <laughs> nope. Um, there is no known amount of people that, like, we can say, like, this X number of percent of the population are, are gerontophiles. Like, there's no way we can actually, like, come up with that, um, as with most kinks and fetishes. Why don't we just ask? What? Why don't we just ask? Ask everybody? <gasps> hey, you know what? If Trump is putting stupid questions on the census for the 20, for 2020... We might as well add that, right? Would you fuck me? Would you fuck somebody over 60? That's 65, that's, that's retirement what I was age. Would you fuck me? You're not that that's all, old. That's all he cares. No. Oh, Trump. fuck him. Oh, fuck him. What, Daddy Trunk? Yeah, no. Daddy Trunk. Daddy Trunk. <laughs> no. That's what, that's what we call his booty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love this. This is good. This is so good. I like this episode. <laughs> um, but also, Kinsey, of course, you know. Um, of the Kinsey scale? Alfred Kinsey of the Kinsey scale. Um, never made any mention of gerontophilia in any of his, in, of his uh, famous works, The Sexual Behavior of the Human Male or um, the sexual sexual behavior of the human female. Uh, both of those came out in the fifties. So obviously, this wasn't a thing that really got a lot of attention until the eighties, and even then, they had a hard time defining it. Um, but he also wasn't shy about discussing other stigmatized proclivities, such as bestiality or pedophilia. So this is a telling absence, suggestive of its infrequency, um, according to this Scientific American. So it would stand to reason that. There aren't a lot of people into this, but the few that are maybe are afraid to come out um, and, you know, showcase or flaunt or um, reveal their interest in older people um, due to the fact that there is so much stigma about it Mm -hmm. um, and shame about it. Especially considering that was something that Kinsey didn't write about. Because um, Lord knows he wrote about everything. So, um, or just about everything in, in the best way that he could. So, um, everything at the time. Yeah. Um, also, unlike pedophilia, 
um, gerontophilia has never been included in any version of the DSM. Um, so, like, pedophilia has been written about extensively, that, right? But gerontophilia has never been written about in any of any of the DSMs. It's it's a dat sexy manual, right? <laughs> yeah, dat sexy manual. No, no, that's not what that is. Um, uh, what does it stand for? DSM is the Directory of. Um, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. Directly, directory of shoot. Mm. No. Okay. Damn it, you're going to make me look it up right now? I'll look it up. Fine, you look it up. I was putting you on the spot. You were putting me on the spot, and I was ready for it, but I thought I'm you tired. knew DSM. D- I, I, DSM. I have read in the DSM-4 extensively, which is ridiculous because there's also the DSM. The so. Distinguished Service Medal. No, that's not what that is. Mm. You sure? I'm sure. Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. That's it. Of Mental Disorders. There you go. I knew, I knew there was a part that I was missing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's no, no real plans to add it ever, to add gerontophilia into the DSM. Well, why? It's a bunch of old men that are probably sitting around exactly. writing the thing and they're like... We don't want to scare the youngins away. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, well, yeah. But it's also like homosexuality, homosexuality, um, and bisexuality. I'm not sure about bisexuality, but I know homosexuality was actually written in there for a long Mm -hmm. time as well. And then was demedicalized. Um, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just a bunch of old men that are sitting around writing this manual and deciding what's in it. And they're like, you know, if we ever get those fan girls. Those DSM fangirls. Hopefully they're into some BDSM. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta wear a belt to keep my pants up, but that's not why I want to wear it. (laughs) I also have to take Viagra to keep my dick up. (laughs) Dick sustaining medicine. The DSM. There you go. There's another one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um... Well, the general belief is is that if it doesn't bother the older person or his or her consensual elderly partner, there's no reason for gerontophilia to be treated as a mental disorder. Oh, we're and, just assuming that old people have partners now. <clears throat> well, let's hope so. It would suck. You know, they say that sex is better in the golden or twilight years. They say that it's good. Like, sex as an old person is good. And I'm hoping so, because otherwise, like, I'll just... Go ahead and finish it. I think it's like how we talked about last time, where it's just like, I mean, who gives a fuck if you get, like, herpes or something? You're already old and falling apart. So. Yeah. Anything, that'll add to the sensation. <laughs> I can feel! <laughs> it hurts, but it feels. Oh, gosh, that's awful. I'm going to hell. Anywho. Um... Treatment? Hell no! It's <laughs> the first I've felt in 30 years! I'm 120! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm making a lot, uh, making light of this issue, but I really hope I that it's not an issue. <clears throat> it is an issue. No, like just, people that want to love who they want to love or they want to have sex with somebody who's consenting to have sex with them. And just because there might be a huge age difference. Um, I don't think that that should be a thing that's worth stigmatizing or being ashamed of. Yeah. That's so. what I'm saying. It's not an issue. Yeah. It's just, it's just something. It's just a thing. It's yeah. a kink. 
it's a turn on. It's a, it's a bang. I want to, I want to combine the word bang and possibility. Bang pasta. Bang pasta. A bang possibility. A bangisability. I don't know. That sounds like disability. <laughs> Which can also be a part of this Bang and episode. disability. Um anyways, but yeah, there I feel I feel like as opposed to pedophilia, even though that those were kind of juxtaposed at one point at the beginning of this well, episode and early Early on in like the understanding of this particular fetish, I feel like there's absolutely nothing in common with that. Um, I feel like these are totally different things. It's not a spectrum. No, people just want to look at it it. because it's like, oh, well, this is about age. What else is about age? Oh, that super gross one that every that is apparently everyone points to. Yeah, let's make it related to that to make people feel bad. I don't, you know, I don't know. I think that there, especially when it comes to pubic hair, that whole argument is just bogus. That's completely bugged. Um, because old people have lots of pubic hair. I would assume. I mean, just because you lose some hair. Does male pattern bodness affect down there, too? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure all of it goes from your head into your ears, your yeah. nostrils, and your pubes. I thought thinning hair was only on your head. Yeah. Not around um, your shaft. Yeah. No. No. I think or the fur, around the, your cavern. I don't know what's it. The fur, the fur maintaineth. <laughs> <laughs> the bush grows into a hedge. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Um, it might it might change in color, but it's still there. It's like a hedge maze. You mm-hmm. gotta like find whatever's lurking. In. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta find the right hedgehog to no uh, traverse the hedge maze. No Sonic. Not this episode. No. <laughs> we have to have some kind of reference. Anyways. Um, but yeah, there's there's all kinds of um, relationships out there that really don't need a definition or explanation or justification. You don't, shouldn't have to justify why you're interested in or want to be with somebody who's older. If that's something that you're into, just find somebody that consents and get to it. Get to banging those wrinkles. I do find it strange that this seems to be one that pops up in pop culture a lot, but has like the least studied about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's one thing. This is one thing that I wish would be researched more. Um, yeah. Long, just long story short. Like, what's it feel like? <laughs> what's it feel like? <laughs> How much crust do you have to get off? No. Oh, oh, that grody. All right. Um, Well, that said, I think that I would like to. How frequent are the sponge baths? Cookie crumbs? Cookie crumbs. Sure. Okay. Trapped in the wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely poke around on all those wrinkles. Also apply lots of lube. That's a thing that happens sometimes is you need lots of lube with older people. Um, But yeah, let's talk about some of the groups that I found on FetLife because there are a few. Um, I literally Googled, or not Googled, but I literally searched gerontophilia. um, I would assume this is a very small group for the gerontophilia. Yeah, Yeah, um, for on FetLife. And um, there was only, you know, just a few people involved in it. Do you want to guess how many? 
200. 62. Damn it. About the age of a good Geronto... Geronimo? Old person. About the good... uh, A good age, classic age there. Seven away from being funny. I know. I'm sorry. It sucks. A little disappointing, just like sex with an older person. All right. Hey, you don't know that. (laughs) That's true. Don't kink shame. Those older people have got a lot of experience. That's something to speak for. That's true. They know how to... The guy I banged that was like 20-something years older than me. I I did the math earlier. I forgot what I said. But 20-something years older than me. I think he said 27. He was a yoga instructor. He was hot as heck. And he knew his way around. So that's that's also good. He, he was he was still in his like mid fifties. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not like yeah a gerontophile. No, he's getting close there, and I'd still hit it. He's still hot, anyways. <laughs> he's still good looking, even though I'm like not that much older than I was when I was twenty one. <laughs> okay, I also nothing um, stops you from being a gerontophile. Yeah, that's true. Old people can be gerontophiles. <laughs> I get older and they stay the same age. (laughs) It's the not creepy version. (laughs) It's the not creepy version. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. That's a high five right there. Thing I like about retirement homes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we know for a fact that retirement homes are some of the kinkiest places on earth. Um, I mean, there's lube all over those walls. It just moves slower than most. Why do you think they all walk on canes? Oh, that's right. They slip. They don't. <laughs> Their damn legs can't hold them up after all that banging all night. All right. Um, I also took the liberty of looking up Granny. Just searching for Granny on Fet Life, and uh, I found a group called Mature Women. Um. So whether you consider that to begin at 40 or 50, it's a place where you can talk about um, mature women. I mean, 40 is the new 20, so. Thank God. That makes me basically a little baby. So um, guess how many people are in the mature women group? 2,000. 6,012. There's also a fantastic group that's called Big Bottom Busty Submissive Grannies. 60 plus. I'm sorry. I'm going to say I'm sorry, it again. Sorry, my, my mind broke. The Big Bottom Busty Ladies? Big Bottomed Busty Submissive Grannies. 60 plus. So they have to be 60 years old? 60 or older. And they're submissive. Yeah. And they're big bottomed and busty. Will they take you to church? Probably. <laughs> we'll give you some kind of religious experience. <laughs> uh, 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 you want the description? 500. 751. That was close. This is a group for submissive, slutty grannies with curves and anything that goes. Attitude who enjoy being used as sex objects and humiliated by younger dominant men. Only for old, slutty grannies who can travel worldwide or accommodate. Interesting. Um, Interesting. There's also a group that's called Grannies Who Want Slave Boys and Slave Boys Who Want Grannies, um, which is interesting. So those are dominant grannies. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
There's a bunch of groups for older older people. Uh, yeah, um... Who loves fucking grannies? That's another group. Granny sex. That's yep. There are uh, lots of them. It, uh, yeah, it's uh, it sounds like it. Oh, nice. You didn't look up any grandpas. So that's I, what I, I was doing. Oh, I haven't. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Shoot. Uh, grandpas and grandsons. Oh. oh, daddy's a place for daddies old enough to be your grandpa and for boys of any age who crave the history, experience, hard-earned wisdom, nurturing, and something else from grandpas. Yeah, grandpa, grandma, and grandchildren. More mature folks who would like to role-play as grandpa or grandma and those who want to wow. be their grandchildren. And these, these are very incestuous. And these, yeah, these groups are also like in the 300 to 400 member region. So that's pretty interesting. Oh, gangbanged by dirty old men and grandpas. Women into gangbangs with older men. Shoot, I have seen lots of that on Pornhub. There's I am, a lot of that. I am my own grandpa. For oh, those wow. switches among us who have such an extreme split between persona that's not even one a group. kinky person owns. that's not even a group there's one person uh, yeah but the ganged bane by dirty old men you know sweet okay, young girls right. and nice older men who are also naughty bad boys ah that's almost a thousand people that other one reminds me of like bad santa i could see like wanting to get it on with bad santa Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. I think he was but like he wasn't 50 like, in that movie. He wasn't that old. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, he's older now, <clears> but... <throat> Grandma, Grandpa, and Grandchildren. Oof. In Massachusetts. You Northerners are kinky motherfuckers. Ancient wisdom. Interesting. Well, there's all kinds of groups. The other one that I took the liberty to look up was Toothless Blowjobs. Which I kind of came across accidentally when I was looking up older people, um, looking looking for much older people, and that's actually a group, um, uh, sorry, a fetish that people are into, um, and it's just called toothless blowjobs, and there's 127 people. I mean, you don't that are to, into or curious about it. You don't have to be old to not have teeth. That's true. I've met plenty of people who don't have dental hygiene. But I had to laugh at that because. It's a thing, too, that happens when you get older. Sometimes you lose your teeth. Less resistance when you got that giant sausage in your mouth. It's probably how they lost their teeth. Yeah. Yep. Cock ring. Too no. many, too many uh, um, hits of the cock too, ring. Too many dicks in their mouth at once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, you could fit, like, at least an extra dick in your mouth. <laughs> Without any teeth? Uh-huh. There you your go. Your teeth take up a lot of space. There Everyone, you go. feel your teeth right now. Isn't that just weird? Aren't teeth weird? Teeth are weird. Teeth are horrifying. <laughs> well, anyways, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode. The only thing I was going to mention um, was in terms of like the products and stuff would be be sure to also use a condom if you can because old people are known. Um, known for kind of getting a little bit randy. That's half the fun. And if you don't want to catch any STDs, you got to protect yourself. That's half the fun. Yeah. Okay. Go to the That's... retirement home and get your own harm going. <laughs> Are you going to say something like, uh, that's like leaving the wrapper on the butterscotch candy? 
You can that only is true. You can only enjoy the butterscotch candy if you take the wrapper yeah. off. Oh, man. Are we advocating shove a Shove a Werther's in your mouth and see if you enjoy that while it still has its wrapper on. Uh, yes, always have safe sex. Always have safe sex. We Unless it's with an old person. And you want to have some STDs. And that seems like that's a lot of the enjoyment in this. <laughs> like you get the full sensation. Yeah. Without I, any of the risk. Yeah. Well, yeah. you get risk from STDs, but none of the risk from like pregnancies. There you go. Unless no a miracle pregnancies. happens. In which case, congratulations. Happened in the Bible. There's the original. I don't think, I don't think Mary was... <laughs> A, a 60 year old virgin no but there were other women i think it was sarah there was a sarah that like got blessed with pregnancy like, at like 110 it was in the ot it's in the did, old testament yeah didn't she get like fucked by methuselah who's like 900 or some fucking i don't shit. know but they hadn't had children and she was like god give me a baby and she had one so yeah, be careful grandma may not she be as she had as many children as there are stars in the sky. Oh, that was a different one. Wait, different I thought one. that was the same one. Nope, different one. I thought she also got preggers old. She did not. Oh, God. She did not have that many kids. You can't have that many kiddos. That's all. That's it's metaphorical. Come on. This is not 18 and counting. What is that stupid show? 19 and the counting? The Durger show? Duggers. Yeah. Apparently they're part of some like cult. Yeah, they are. Uh, and some I, of the children are starting to speak out now. But that's yeah, for another episode. I, I, I listened to a podcast about the cult. As for this episode. All right, let's go ahead and rate this sucker. Um, On all... our version of the uh, dick sucking manual. <laughs> the DSM. Um, um, what's what's What do we call it? The FDI. That's it. The Fetish Danger Index. Now, on this one, I would have to say the risk of... The foreign dicks inside us. Continue. <laughs> um, the risk of danger in in regards to gerontophilia um, as a as a large whole is probably very very low. I wouldn't. <laughs> what large hole? As a large hole, um, I would say it's actually pretty safe um, so long as you're careful with um, your partner because you know as you get older bones get brittle. Um, you have to be careful and take careful uh, measures to make sure everyone is safe and secure. And you go slow and you don't hurt anybody. Um, that would be my thing. So I would say as long as you're you know, with somebody else who's consenting and you're careful, this is maybe at the most a two. Because you have to be aware of the risks. Um, aware of the risks of everything. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say this is largely a two. So I'm going to go with a two as well, okay. but for different reasons. Okay. There's clearly choking hazards in this. Like if you swallow <laughs> a Werther's down real quick, like you're going to start choking on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, make sure to suck on that Werther's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you might you might hurt yourself on the crusties down there. So make sure to get the crusties off first. Um, what, what else are old people known for? <laughs> Uh, take a machete so you can chop down the pubes as yep. you're looking for what Need you're that. looking for. You gotta be very careful anytime know. you introduce a knife of any sort to the bedroom. So A pit uh, helmet like you're uh, going on safari. <laughs> uh, you gotta be careful not to grab one of those little strawberry candies because those are really gross and those can really hurt you if you accidentally eat one of those instead of the Werther's. Mm-hmm. I've heard they never actually dissolve. It's like gum. They just stay in your, in your stomach for like Werther's? seven years. No, the strawberry candies. Those dissolve super quick. They've got like a creamy center. I was joking. I was joking. Huh? I was joking. 
Huh? Never mind. Never mind. It was it was it was a funny. But they're gross. Chris just doesn't appreciate my humor. But you know who would? Grandma. I don't think she would. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. How, well, how kinky is your grandma? <laughs> no, not that kinky that Listeners, I know of. Let us know how kinky is your grandma. <laughs> Tweet us at Kinkcast Podcast using the hashtag. Kinky grandma. Kinky grandma. Yeah, that's that's as best I can come up with. I think that's fair. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode here. Um, I do want to make a big shout out to Podcoin. Thanks so much for sponsoring this show. And uh, don't forget to use the promo code Kinkcast. That is capital capital K I N K capital C A S T all one word, just like our show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for three hundred free points. And you can donate that to whatever you want. I donated it to AIDS treatment. Yay! Good for you. Good for you. Hashtag virtue signaling. Yeah. Um, well, hey, we all need to care about one another, and we care about you. So uh, definitely find us on uh, Kinkcast Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook at Kinkcast Podcast, or you can send us an email if you're interested in getting in touch with us or you have corrections or suggestions for this episode or any others we've done. Uh, you're welcome to reach out to us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. And Dana, what is next week's topic? Next week's topic is you figured it out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop uh, mentioning it, but it will be episode sixty. Oh, I'm sorry, eighty six. We are on eighty six. Eighty six. Next week is eighty six. So good times, and when, we'll see when you do next we get week. Get back to sixty nine. Uh, in about eighty episodes, it'll be hundred and sixty nine though. Ah, that's all what right. we should have saved Toronto. Later, for. Gator. Enjoy those butter. Butterscotch. Butter Werther's. Yeah. Werther's Originals. Werther's Butterscotch. Don't act like you don't know what a Werther's Original is. Yep. I'm going to start keeping those around. I know what those are. All right. We'll gotta, see you next Got to hook in those young ladies <laughs> with my Werther's Originals. In your, in your, in your giant... It's me, your grandpa. <laughs> in your van, you open the door. You want some candy? Oh, now you're making a... Now you are making inappropriate... You're making inappropriate jokes about a very serious topic that we are not going to joke about. No, we're not going to joke about that. All right. We'll Unless I am going to colleges and attracting people to my van. That's what it is. Quarter to three. Would you lock the door? Will you still